0: Look out, here comes The Blitz, a podcast dedicated to covering all the local sports in Sumter, Lee, and Clarendon counties. A member of the Item Podcast Network, presented, as always, by SKF. SKF Sumter is a global world-class employer providing a clean conditioned environment, platinum benefits, and opportunities for everyone to grow. SKF proudly manufactures bearings to serve the medical, defense, and robotic industries. SKF, the world of reliable rotation. To apply today, go to skf.com. Welcome back to another episode of The Blitz. I'm Tim Leibel, and this week we have Sumter High head coach Mark Barnes in to talk about their matchup with Conway on Friday. And, you know, Coach Barnes, you know, <laughs> this season has been messy for everybody, but you guys seem to have something change every other day, it seems. I mean, you know, when this week started, you guys were supposed to play St. James on Friday, and now you've got Conway coming up. So what has been kind of the biggest key for uh, for you guys as a coaching staff and a team to, uh, to adjust to all the comings and goings that have been – you know, happening with COVID so
1: far well, I think right now it's just the norm believe it or not I mean you don't think it is but um, we're, we're more equipped for this one because we know Conway you know so when when it happened Monday we practiced Monday for St. James and uh, Coach Norwood at St. James is a good friend of mine we've known each other since 1985 so when the phone rang I was pulling my driveway after Monday's practice he said coach he said Mark we're just not able to do it we, we lost too many and I knew that You know, and then we started working that night and actually had it figured out that night. The ADs got together and and Conway, I think, was playing a non-region game and and, um, so it was an opportunity for us to play them this week instead of next week and then we could play St. James next week because hopefully they're going to have enough back next week. But, you know, so it was easier for us this week because we know Conway. You know, the AC floor game, we didn't know AC floor, we didn't know what they were, we didn't know what packages they were in. so. You know, we just had a long night, Monday night, and a long day Tuesday. And we got out on the field yesterday and and had an opportunity to, to, you know, obviously you got to limit your game plan a little bit, but pick out the things that we really think are going to give us the best chance to move the football offensively and to stop them defensively. And, um, you know, so it'll be like a two-day week and a walkthrough. But we're much more prepared for this one than we were the AC4 game.
0: Yeah, and I mean you go back to just kind of how your season's gone so far, where you know you guys were in quarantine before playing Carolina Forest last week, and you know with all the starting and stopping, what is the key to to keeping guys in shape and ready to go when you know there's times where you're out on quarantine and just kind of can't get this group together.
1: Well, I mean it's tough. You know you hope that you 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 know our our year long running program you hope benefits you even though you miss them for five days or six days or whatever it is, and then when they if you're in shape, you know, five or six days is going to bother you some, but it's not going to be like it is if you're out of shape. Uh, so, you know, our players came back last week and, and, you know, reacted the right way. I thought we had a great week of preparation. I think we played our best football game Friday night. You know, we were fast on, on offense, uh, especially with the mesh and the dive and the option stuff, which we hadn't been so far. And so we saw some gains there. And, and um, you know, defensively, you know, we struggled a little bit early, but didn't give up touchdowns and, and – uh you know, had a couple of interceptions. Um, You know, Nate made two big plays for us to stop them. And then we took control of the game in the late second and in the, in the third quarter. So, it was a great win for us. against a good team, well-coached team. And, um, you know, it was probably our – I don't think probably it was our best game of the year so far. So, that's what you want to happen. You know, I think the thing you lose when, when you're having little breaks like this is, you know, in coaching it's all about progression and getting better and better every week. And, and sometimes – you know you hit a stall there and and then you just got to regain it and and But you never get those practices back. That's what people don't understand. You just never get them back. And uh, you can get back to where you're playing well, but you still miss four days of practice and preparation as far as the year goes on.
0: Yeah, and I mean, how frustrating was the timing of that too? Because you're coming off of a rare regular season loss here at Sumter High. And, you know, the concern can always be the kids are going to kind of sit in that a little bit longer because they're not with the team and kind of working on a next opponent. So what was kind of the kind of struggles there? And was there also just a benefit of guys just being hungry to get back and get a win.
1: Well, I think the players handled it a lot better than the coaches do. I know I, I I was miserable. You know, I hate to lose and you know, I hate to lose more than I love to win, to be honest with you. And so you're sitting on that thing for, you know, fourteen days. That's the hard thing about football anyway. If you lose on Friday, you gotta wait for a week to you know, I didn't like basketball where you lose on Tuesday, you get to play on Friday, you know. So you know, it was a long period for us. Uh and and but um, but we, we rebounded and, and handled it the right way. And, you know, I think the players were you know, the thing I just kept telling our players, told them after the game at, at AC floor, great teams don't lose twice in a row now. You know, and, and as, as rare as it's been for us to lose a regular season game, let's make sure we handle it the right way and, and and continue to get better. And I think we did that.
0: Yeah, and in that game against Carolina Forest, were you seeing a lot of things that are going to be, you know, uh, repeatable for you guys for you know for some of the the early season kind of hiccups especially as you're changing the offense a little bit this year um, were you seeing things that you expect guys to be able to uh, kind of repeat as this season's going on
1: yeah absolutely you know we ran um, you know like I said they're well coached so they got us in some bad situations on some options and, and and Ryan made some good decisions on whether to give the ball pull the ball pitch the ball you know and and like I said we were faster on offense, as far as in the backfield and at offensive line, you know we play without Don Prelude, who's been a two-year starter for us. He wasn't there, and and you know so we had some other guys step in at offensive line. So you know that that's the it's bad when it happens, but it's good after it happens. Is you 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 build depth and you gain you gain confidence in players, and and the players gain confidence in themselves that that they can play and help you out on Friday night. So uh, there there were a lot of wins for us last Friday night.
0: Yeah, you talk a lot about, you know, Sumter High is not a football team, it's a program. Mm -hmm. And do you think seasons like this year and last year are kind of an example of why you are kind of building in that way? Because, uh, you know, you're not just looking for, okay, our starting lineup is set and good to go. You have to kind of be able to be fluid and have guys that are ready to kind of step in in places.
1: Yeah, I think that's what programs do. You know, you're developing, you know, we look at really three teams, believe it or not. You got your you got your starters on varsity, you got your backups on varsity, and you have your JV team. You know, and we're trying to make sure all three of those groups are are prepared and, and are getting reps at practice. Uh, we're not a team that's going to go out there and say, all right, our number one's are going to get ten reps, or our number twos are going to get none. We, we don't do that. You know, we're going to make sure. I, I wouldn't say it's thirty three percent, but it's pretty close to thirty three percent of all our reps are with our backups and and making sure because because in, in the game we play, like again, it's not baseball or basketball. You know, the the likelihood of injury is high you know, even without COVID and when you lose people, you know, you're, you're going to lose some players as the year goes on and, and you better make sure your backup is prepared to play. And, and we use the term, you're one play away from being a starter if you're a backup. So, you know, make sure they're getting reps and making sure they're paying attention, making sure in chalk talk they know what to do and, and do the mental work. And then when they get an opportunity to do physical work, make sure we're, we're giving great effort.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned knowing Conway, but how well do you know this year's Conway team? Because they're a team that hasn't been able to get out on the yeah. field this year. how um, you know, what has been the process of getting ready for a team that hasn't actually been able to play a game, you know, a month into the season?
1: Well, they had two scrimmage games, and, and so we got we, we traded those two. We traded them one of our scrimmages and one of our games for their two scrimmages. And I mean, we just know them because of familiarity with what they do. You know, they love to throw the football. They're going to have great athletes. They're going to probably be, with the remaining teams on our schedule, without question, they the most athletic team we're going to play. Uh, their skill players will rival anybody's. Uh, their quarterback's extremely gifted, and and we know that they're going to put him in, in pass situations. And we've got to do a good job of making sure we contain him when he tries to to run. You know, and, and so we'll, I mean we know what they we know what they are. Uh, most of their defense, I, I, I think it's nine out of eleven defensive guys are back from last year, uh, and they're in the same defense. So you know we go back and look at our last year film. How did they how did they handle certain sets? But we're so different offensively this year that. Some of that doesn't doesn't compute to this year's team, so we had to make some guesses on what they'll do in some of our two-back option stuff.
0: Yeah, have you seen, you know, because they've got so much back from last year defensively, have you been able to go back to last year and, and see them playing against teams that run anything similar to what you guys do?
1: No, actually, I mean, I think we had three films on them last year and ours, and I went back and looked at all of them. Um, and uh, none, none of them were – Comparable to what we're doing offensively, but I mean, you know, there's the, the structure of the defense is going to remain the same. It's just what they're going to do with the secondary. All we really worry about now is, is you know, how, who who's playing the pitch, you know, who 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 do you have responsible to pitch, and are you doing it in multiple ways? Is is it the same guy all the time? Then we've got to have plans to to make his life a little hard. And and you know, are you going to squeeze? Are you going to play the dive with the front and play the linebacker on the quarterback? And you know, we got to have answers for that. So. You know, but but we know they're a three-man front team. We know they're going to blitz when when we start moving the ball with success on. Them. So you know we've got we've got to carry some things that we think might hurt that.
0: Yeah, and, you know, looking at them offensively, you know, being a team that loves to throw the mm-hmm. football, they're kind of an outlier for a lot of the teams that are on your schedule. So, yeah. you know, how how do you guys kind of adjust things defensively for a team that is going to be a little bit more pass-heavy than a lot of teams you're playing?
1: Well, I think, you know, with us, we we, we, we usually approach it two ways. Number one is if you're going to line up with four wise and, you, and you're throwing, we don't want to let you run for anything. You know, we don't let you. we don't want you to have any rushing yards. We want to make you become a passing team all the time so we know you're going to do it. And then there's two ways to battle it. You go to source the problem as a quarterback and you, you rush one more thing block and that puts you in man coverage a lot. And hopefully, you can hold up or you're going to make sure you keep them in the pocket and drop as many as you can drop. You know, and we'll we'll carry both of those multiple packages with that involve both of those ideas Friday, um, and and you know pick and choose when we do what. they they're, they're way too talented to go into and just say we're going to play a man the whole time. Uh, their skill players are phenomenal, their quarterback. And, and plus, if you play man and everybody's turning and chasing people and then their quarterback breaks containment, and then and we're in trouble uh, because he'll, he'll be the best athlete on the field. Uh, and and we need to make sure we keep him in the pocket or we need to make sure when we make him get out that we got people coming to get him. Uh, that means we don't want our heads turned chasing people. Uh, we want to be, have some eyes on him.
0: Yeah, and when you're facing a team that does spread it out, you know, does that kind of adjust um, what you guys are doing personnel-wise? You know, you do have some linebackers that are flexible enough to, uh, you know, work in coverage a little bit. But does do you kind of have to adjust how you're doing things just from a personnel perspective?
1: No, we won't. We, you know, we we've already got. I mean, in reality, we've got five DBs on the field all the time anyway. Jabari's playing. Jabari Tiller's playing outside linebacker for this year. But he's been a two-year starter for us at safety. So, you know, we feel comfortable with him in man coverage. We feel we're comfortable with him with his athletic ability. So we've already got five DBs on the field. Uh, but both our linebackers, we feel like, are, are athletic enough to be in zone coverage and, and and be able to, you know, get the quarterback on the ground when he is running as long as we've got some people to help him. Uh, and then, obviously, as you're well aware, you know, we feel like we're very athletic up front, you know, as far as from pace, pass rush. But, you know, the, the deal is anytime you play a team like this, can you rush three and get him? You know, if not, you got to rush four to get him, and if that ain't working, then you got to rush five to get him. You know, and it's not rocket science. You know, it's it's just like the running game. Can we stop it with seven, with two high safeties? If not, then we got to put one safety down. If that doesn't work, then we got to go zero and bring one more person to the box. So, we're we're not a team that just sits and accepts. You know, we're not going to let you just keep moving the ball and and being the same thing. We we've got definitely packages on defense that that can. Put us in a better opportunity to stop what what you're doing, but it may put us in a in a, in a little bit behind eight ball on, on the other part of it if you start doing that.
0: Yeah, and tell me a little bit about more. Uh, you know what they've got at quarterback. What makes him so special um, in his ability to kind of take advantage of having an offense that's nice and spread out and and has a lot of different weapons down the field.
1: Well, I think there's a lot of things about it. Number one, is, like I said, he's going to be the best athlete on the field, um, and and he he is hard to tackle in space. You know. Um, and, and has a really good arm. Um, I've talked to a couple coaches, and both of them, both of them said, man, he's a real deal now. And then, to compound the problem, they all talk about how athletic their four wide receivers are. So, you know, it's a good test for us, you know, um, you know. But But I still go back to the first thing I talked about, is if we can eliminate runs, and then we know you have to throw the ball, then we're plenty athletic to deal with all that stuff. You know, if you're able to run it on us and then pass it on us, then you get caught with too many people in the box sometimes and, and, and have to play man coverage instead of wanting to play man coverage. And there's a difference in the two. You know, When you want to play man coverage, then you, you know you're going to attack people. If you have to play man coverage because we've got to have six people in the box to stop your run, then, then we're in a little bit of trouble because we're not getting pressure on you. So um, It's a double-edged sword. Uh, historically, um, we, we've dealt with Conway pretty well because uh, our front people have been able to stop the run with with limited people in the box. If that's the case Friday night then we think we're going to have a great chance to to be successful.
0: Yeah, and how do you think you guys have done in the trenches so far this year, you know, losing uh DJ was mm-hmm. kind of a tough hit right before the season. How yeah. do you think the group has kind of responded uh so far this year?
1: Well, I think we've done I think we've done a great job with it, you know, um you know the the other guys had had to step up and and it wasn't like DJ was our only good player now. You know, we had, we had We've got other guys up front to put their hand on the ground that are really good players on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, it probably and probably the biggest change for us as a program was we were going to be a lot more four man front. And then we needed, when we lost him, it wasn't just that we lost him and his ability, but you lose depth too, because now to get in four man front, you got to plug somebody else in. And we didn't have enough quality people after that. We didn't feel like to stay in that package. So we became more of a three man front team. And the fourth guy now is coming from outside linebacker guy. Uh, And that was the biggest change we made. And and it was in our system anyway. Uh, It's just that we call that more now than we do the other stuff.
0: Yeah, and to talk a little bit more about the offense, you know, uh, Keon and Jabari both had great games running the football last mm-hmm. week, and what kind of progression have you seen from them? And, you know, the guy distributed to him and Ryan McCants, you know, that unit in particular just kind of being on the same page, where have you kind of seen them progress uh, over the last few weeks?
1: Well, I think number one thing is the speed of how we do it, you know, and like, like you said, it isn't just, you know, it's Keon, it's Zaire, it's... It's um, Tiller, it's Chris Ramirez, it's, it's, it's all those guys. There's five of them we play. Um, and we feel comfortable with all five of those guys. And, and, you know, just it's just basically a matter when they come to sideline, who feels like they got enough energy to go, you know, because uh, – and then we did a lot last week at times of motion receivers back there and let them be pitch guys. So we don't have to use as many tailbacks, you know. So we got all that in, and, and I think the the – you know, the, the guy that I trust a lot with his offense that I spend a lot of time with, a guy named Paul Hager from from North Carolina, from our days in North Carolina. known Paul for a long time. He told me, he said, Coach, it's going to be week four before you feel good about it. He said, just Just stay with the struggles. And week four, he said, week four, week five, it's going to click. And, and everything's going to speed up and you're going to get a lot better at it. So, hopefully – He's right. You know, I saw a jump last week, and now we just got to continue to, to, to make those those gains. But all those guys at tailback can play. Uh, you know, they're all explosive. You know, like I said, last week it was, I don't know, I think we had five guys. I think we rushed for like 460, and I think we had three guys that were right at it, you know, plus or minus 10 being around 100 yards rushing, you know. So, well, what you can't do against us right now is say, hey, I'm worried about number three or I'm worried about number nine or, or 19 or I'm worried about this guy, four. You know, you got to worry about all of them. And, and we're not different. The thing that we may be very cognitive about is we're not going to be different based on who's in the backfield. We're going to call the same plays and everybody's got to execute them. Everybody's got to run the dive and everybody's got to be a pitch guy. Um, and that does make it a little harder to defend us. It's not like we line up and you say, all right, the dive guy's on the right. You know, uh, we'll, we'll, hand, we'll hand the ball off to any of them.
0: Well, with Conway coming up on Friday, what do you see as kind of the biggest defining uh, key to coming away with a win on Friday?
1: Well, I think the, you, you got to take advantage of the fact they hadn't played, so we need a lot of snaps on offense. We need to we need to try it because we know they're a good defensive football team. Uh, we got to get first downs and make them play a lot of snaps and maybe play a little quicker than we normally would to to try to make the game have more snaps and and try to get it to the second half where hopefully. You know, fatigue sets in on them a little bit, and and your conditioning plays a big part in the outcome of the game. Uh, if we can't get if we if we can't get first downs on offense, and they're playing offense the whole time, you know, their skill players are used to that. So so we've got to turn the tables a little bit, and make sure we keep the ball.
0: All right. Well, I think that's all I've got for you, Coach Barnes. Thanks for coming in and chatting football with me.
1: All right. Appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: All right, everybody, and be sure to tune back in next week as we continue to tell interesting local sports stories for the Sumter Item Podcast Network. I'm Tim Leibel. Thanks for listening.